The following is a sponsored program paid for by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, everyone. Andy Brownell on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Joined, of course, by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. After we, we're coming out of the deep freeze this morning, Robin. Yeah, it's all uphill not, after this. I don't know. This is the first time we've done a show in a while where I actually look out the window and it feels like it's winter. So yeah. I'm not complaining. <laughs> We're more than halfway through the month of February. We're on the downhill. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's all good. Well, within... Within like three or four days, it's supposed to be 50. So, And actually, the cold doesn't even bother me as long as the sun is shining bright. That's what You're I right. Do. I, I went on Friday. The temperature was only, I don't know, 15 degrees uh, when I took my lunch. But it was and, sunny. Yeah, and I was able, without a jacket on, to sit in the garage out of any breeze. And it was warm. Yeah, exactly. The sun is, because it, it's just getting more and more intense. Yay. Gotta love it. Love it, love it. Well, we are definitely, it's spring in real estate. I'll tell you that. I have been busy, 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 busy. One listing appointment after another, showing awesome. house, signing up new buyers. Yeah, it's the spring market has sprung for sure. But that doesn't mean I have enough listings. So if you're listening and you're wondering if I want to take on any more, the answer is yes, yes, yes. I definitely want more inventory because we got lots of buyers hopping around out there. So just so you know, I'm looking Excellent. for more listings. All right. So I saw a poster. I saw a poster online. Some realtor posted it. Wanted more inventory to sell. Reward a sold house. I'm like, okay, that's kind of cheesy. But, you know, <laughs> got to the point. <laughs> anyway. Before we started, you mentioned that you have uh, another snapshot, a market report of what's happening out there. I do. And this is actually through last week Sunday. So, you know, almost one, well, one week old, but I mean, okay. it's still pretty, still pretty um, pertinent information. So let's take a look at it. Uh, currently there are 160 sales pending in our market overall. And when I say our market, it's Rochester and surrounding areas. Okay. Sure. And um, leaving 164 listings still for sale, which results in 49.4% if you take the 160 divided by 324. So what does that mean? I know we always go over it. That pending ratio indicates the supply and demand of the market. So specifically, a high ratio means that listings are in demand, quickly go into contract. And alternatively, a low ratio means there are not enough qualified buyers for the existing supply. But at 49.4% or basically 50%, yeah. that means... List it, sell it, list it, sell it, list it, sell it, list it, sell it. Okay, so it's a very even market. We've got plenty of buyers to buy what we've got out there for inventory. And I can promise you, as we get more inventory, we're going to see more buyers. So great real estate market. So taking a closer look, um, well, yeah, so I guess the, the, act, the word we would use to describe our market is active. Just, just like I said, it's an active market. Taking a closer look, we noticed that between the $200,000 and $300,000 price range, 
there are a relatively large number of contracts pending sale. And that doesn't change really from one show to another. That's kind of the price range that sure. always has the higher numbers. Um, we have right now 31 more for sale in that price range between 200 and 300. However, the overall median list price for all of the properties that are on the market is 434. Okay. Yep. Oh, a total of 719 contracts have closed in the last six months with a median sold price of 305,000. So again, breaking that down, that price range between 200 and 300 is the range that contains the highest number of sold listings. And I and can that, tell you, oh, go ahead. And I can tell as well, that's been trending up slowly now. Yeah. Well, and the reason that that, that particular market, I know this is hard for oldies like us to, to swallow this, but 200 to 300 is your first time home buyer, right? Sure. And so first time home buyers are going to buy a house no matter what the interest rate is. So if they just got their job at Mayo Clinic and they're moving to Rochester, they're like, well, I could pay $2,500 to rent something or I can pay $2,500 to buy something. I think I'm going to buy something, right? Let's face it. Interest rate, six, six and a half, six and three quarters. Rent, interest rate, 100% because every penny you yeah. pay out is going out. You're not building any equity. You're not getting any of it back, okay? It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. So bottom line is is that those people are not going to be – well, first of all, most of those people don't even realize, well, what is a good interest rate? But if you're going to ask me, I'm going to tell you, if you look over the last 50 years, the interest rates that we have right now are very normal, healthy interest rates. Yes. It's those people that have been in the market the last few years when they've been so crazy low that feel like we're at such high interest rates. But a lot of times new home buyers, they don't even know like what is an interest rate supposed to be? How does that even work? So I always explain to them, if you find the house you like and you can afford it, then let's move forward. Because if the interest rates go up, you're going to be glad you locked in when you did. If the interest rates go down, you're going to refinance. Right. So you're not going to let the interest rate dictate the direction that you head. Okay. How many times have you heard me say it's all about look at what you can afford each month? Just like if you were going to rent an apartment, you wouldn't look at the apartments that you can't afford the rent for. And if the apartment is way cheaper rent than you can afford, you might say, uh, can I give up a lot of amenities just to save extra money? Some people would say yes. Others would say no, right? So I always say, get your pre-approval letter first. That's where you start. Find out what you can afford. Just because you're pre-approved for it doesn't mean that's what you can comfortably afford because they might not be taken into consideration that you have a long-distance relationship and you travel two times a month or, you know, there might be other things, but you know what your budget is and you know what you can afford for that house. So let's not focus primarily on the interest rate or even the purchase price of the house. Let's instead focus on what is the monthly amount of money you want to spend and then let's work it backward from there because that's a realistic way to do it. What is the purchase price? Well, maybe it's 350, but it's going to go into multiple offers and sell for 375. 
maybe when you sell it in five years, it's only going to be worth the 375 because you went into multiple offers and paid more. Maybe it's going to be worth 400. We don't have a crystal ball. We know that properties are going up, up and up every single year. I mean, geez, do you know, Andy, that even back in 2008, and 9 and 10, when we went through the major market crisis, values did not drop. They stayed very much the same or people just could get deals on houses and buy them for less than value. But that doesn't mean the value of the property dropped. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So now I tell people, if you can afford the monthly payment, then buy it. Because chances of you living in the house for 30 years are slim to none. Those things just don't happen anymore. They don't. And I've been doing this for 24 years now. And if I had to count on one hand how many people were still in the house that I sold (laughs) my first year in the business, I could do it. I bet you could, yeah. Yeah, honestly, people just move. And, you know, add to the fact that we're in Rochester, Minnesota, and a lot of people come for four years to do a residency or come for three years to do a fellowship or, you know, whatever, or start their job here. And eventually when they have kids, they move back home to be closer to grandma and grandpa. There's a lot of coming and going here in Rochester, Minnesota. But I can safely say that in all markets, that idea of purchasing a house and living in it for 30 years is a thing of the past. People just don't do it. Well, it's good for you, but it's a darn shame. Sorry. (laughs) Well, I know. I know. I mean, I still own the house that I grew up in from the time I was 10 years old because it was my mom and dad's house. And there was that emotional attachment. But then there's also that fact that it's right door to my house. And I want to I want to control who lives there. Yeah. I mean, it's also I mean, it is what it is. The nature of our society is very mobile nowadays. And people are changing jobs a lot more often than they used to change jobs. And that necessitates a move most times. Yep, that's exactly what it is. They just don't have that same. I mean, I remember the day I was hired at Mayo Clinic in 1981. And I thought, I will retire from here. And that was a given. And clearly, it didn't work because (laughs) I, I left to come into real estate. But not until after I worked there for 20 years. And at the end of 20 years, believe me, my heart was there and it was a really tough, tough move. Now, younger people don't get as emotionally attached to it, I don't feel. And they're just moving on to the better thing and just moving jobs like crazy. I mean, my kids are in their mid 30s and I know a lot of their friends have had four or five different jobs. And it's normal. It's not because they're not doing well. They usually take a job to do better. Absolutely. Yeah. Nothing stays the same. But we have to take a break before we continue, Robin. Okay. All right. Time is moving past us. We'll come right back in just a moment with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back, everyone. Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Talking about what's happening in the local real estate market. All right. So I just mentioned that a total of 719 contracts have closed in the last six months. In that same 
time period, there were 152 listings that failed to sell. Okay. So why did they fail to sell? We talk about this every time we go over a market report. Maybe because they were priced too high. Maybe because they were not marketed properly. Maybe because the property was in poor condition. Or maybe the seller just had second thoughts. Sometimes they put the house on the market because they have a house that they want to buy. So they write an offer contingent on the sale of mine. And then if somebody else comes along and bumps their offer and now they can no longer buy that house that they wanted, they're like, whoa, 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 I need mine off the market because I'm not going to be homeless. And if I can't have that house, I'm still happy at my house. Right. So lots sure. of different things can factor in. Um the most of the houses that didn't sell of the 152, 39 of them were listed between 300 and 400,000. Okay. Mm. Again, that's kind of a move up price. And if people have refinanced and they're locked in at two and a half, they're having a tougher time swallowing the idea of, gosh, we're ready for a bigger house. Let's, let's do the move up. No, more that makes more, perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, more and more are starting to say, okay, now they're down to six. With any luck at all, they'll be down to five and a half. We really love this house. Let's just bite the bullet and do it. Or sometimes it's because combined families, we just have to have more space or, you know, whatever reasons. There's different reasons that some people just do it. And those yeah, are I, I could just see that for them it, to back off would be a far easier decision knowing that they have that interest rate. Right. Yeah. And so that has been that's one of the reasons that sales, you know, were down last year is because people were very hunkered in with their interest rates that they either got when they bought or refinanced too. So, yeah, it's been a sticky point. So now let's look at average days on market. It's a useful measurement because it can help us determine whether we are in a buyer's market indicated by high days of market or a seller's market, which would be indicated, of course, by low days on market. So the average listings have been on the market for a median time of 64 days. Okay. However, an analysis of the sold properties for the last six months reveals that a median sold price of 305 days and also a median 18 days on the market. So that tells me from paying attention to what you say if my house is priced right it's still moving lightning fast priced right and in good condition and like all those things that i talked about why those houses didn't sell they were overpriced or they weren't in good condition or you know people didn't go through and do some of the things they should have done to make it more desirable so all those things are playing a factor again you know we're back to the more normal Normal. where people (laughs) expect to come in and buy something that they can move into without having to do a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, the so, idea going back to the crazy days when people just looked at a house and immediately put in a bid because they had to because the, there are three other people lined up to put in a bid. That right. sounds terrifying to me. It's terrifying. So those 18 days on the market has been what it's been over the past six months. Now, over the past 30 days, that average... Um, Days on market has been 32 days. So winter time has been a little bit slower. And right now, with the whole market being the median of 64 days or 62 days, whatever I said, 
that is including all those 152 properties that didn't sell, right? So they probably okay. broke out the contract. So the numbers do get a little skewed. I will tell you that I'm still telling people when I go into a listing appointment that I totally expect if we're working together and we're pricing it right and they're doing all the things to have it showing well, I totally expect to have a contract within approximately 30 days. Okay, yeah. so I'm not expecting it to take months. And then, and of course, another 30 to 45 days to close. So hence comes your 60 days. So I feel like... Oh, so that uh, includes that closing period too. Well, until it goes pending. But so that includes okay. the inspection period. You know, there's a lot of different factors. Sure. So I will say that um, 32 days is, it's good and if we go on the market and we get an offer within that 30 days and then we close within the next 30 days, to me, that's a really healthy, relaxed pace. I mean, it's still a lot to do. You still got to move a whole house. And I just received a contract on one of my listings and they wanted to close in six weeks. And he goes, oh, that's really fast. I'm like, hey, honey, they could have asked for three weeks or four weeks. So right. let's, we have six weeks. You've known you were going to you know, move since the day we listed the house. So it's you should probably have started. And I do advise people, you know, start the process, start getting rid of things, start packing things up because you're going to have to do it anyway. And why not do it on your time instead of on somebody else's time frame? That's great advice. But right. I, it wasn't that many years ago that the normal time was you would expect three to four months to have a house on the market. Right. So, um, you're right. I mean, it feels like an eternity. But it does, think, but it's real. Yeah. But I mean, definitely in my in my tenure, I've seen it where we would list for a year because six months might not even be enough time to get the house sold. So definitely, this is a very very healthy, strong real estate market. Very. Um, active, the median yes. the median list to sales ratio for our area is ninety eight point seven percent. So what that means is we're, we're, we're getting, on average, 98.7% of what we're asking when we're listing a house. So I just love it when people say, oh, they're asking 375 Can we offer them 300 <laughs> Well, we can. But if you're asking me if we're going to buy the house for that price, the answer is no, not a chance. We're not going to buy the house for that price. If they were going to sell the house for 300 they might have listed it for 309, 319.9, but probably not 375. Sure. So, I mean, that's why you do have the guidance of a real estate agent. And sometimes when people say, well, it's been sitting on the market so long. Yeah, because now our, our median days is, it's longer. It's taking longer, but it doesn't make the property less valuable. So you can't just assume. Now, that being said, if Four other houses on the block sold in a week, and this one's been there six months. Yeah, it's probably overpriced. There's probably something wrong with it. But if everything is taking 60 days and this house has been on the market 60 days, you're not getting $75,000 off because it's been on the market 60 days. You might not even be getting more than 2.3% off because the average house is selling for 98 98.7% of what we're listing it for. And I bet if you found houses in that two to three hundred thousand dollar range, they're probably selling at one hundred three percent. Or yeah, you got it. I was going to say one hundred plus. You got it. We are definitely seeing multiple offers. Um, heck, we listed a seven hundred thousand dollar townhome 
yesterday, and we already have two, one offer in hand and another one coming. So by the end of the day, we'll have it sold. There's five more showings. So uh. yeah, there's, and that's 700 grand. So it's a nice property. It's in a great neighborhood. It's in good condition. Those are the things that matter and it's priced right. So those are the things that matter. Okay. We have to take another break already, Robin. All right. All right. Back in seconds with more of Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. available upon request. Welcome back to Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're back on this beautiful Saturday morning, Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and we've been going through the local market report, the latest one. And I'll just summarize by saying that we have right now an absorption rate of 1.4 months based on the last six months of sales. So what that means is if we didn't list one more house in one and a half months, in other words, in six weeks, a little less than six weeks, five weeks, three days, whatever, we would be out of houses to sell. So still strong, strong real estate market. I don't care what you're hearing. Very on strong. The, I don't care what you're hearing on the news. It's a great ta- great time to buy or sell a house, all right? So if you need one, I You've will got some. <laughs> roll right into some of our new listings, okay? Yes. All right. So um, we've got over at 5110 Layman Lane Northwest, we've got a five-bed, four-bath, three-car garage um, built-in. 1999. It's a two-story. It's a big one. It's got over 4,000 square feet of finished living space, and it is 579.9. Wow, that's Today, not, yeah. I'm only that much. Talk, right. No, it's it's a great deal. I'm only going to talk right now because I know we don't have a lot of time about our listings that are 30 days or less. Okay. Okay. So these will all be considered hot commodities. All right, I've got over in Wabasha at 1703 Hiawatha Drive. We've got a townhome, two beds, two baths, two car garage. Really nice. It sits kind of out by the high school in what was a field. But if you look out the front, you have beautiful views of the bluffs. And if you look behind you, there's the the river. You can you don't see it because there's a row of houses, but you see the trees behind the houses. So and a field. So it's just beautiful. And that one's 249.9. All right, so yep. townhome living is for you, and you want to live over in peaceful little Wabasha. That's a great and right, one. right in that uh, sweet spot for the price. Right, and here's one that's uh, down in Preston, two seven three one five two hundred thirtieth Street, Preston. This was built in two thousand one, and it is um, a three bed, one bath. It's a ranch. It is got. I mean, it has garage space like crazy. I think I talked about this one the first day that we came on the market. It's got a nice detached garage, and it also has seven acres. So that one's three fifty nine nine. Okay. All right. And 
over in Chatfield. I'm sending you all over the place. We got something for everybody. 2127 Margaret Street Northeast in Chatfield. This is a five bed, four bath, three car garage. It is 3,412 square feet. It was built in 1998 and it sits on just about two acres. And that one is 619.9. All right. Now I'm coming back to Rochester. Okay. 3509 9th Avenue Northwest. We've got a four bed, two bath, two car garage, split entry, built in 1987. Finished square feet is just over 3,000 square feet. And that one is 350,000. Um, I believe we did accept an offer on that one. I bet you did, yeah. Yeah, I believe so. All right. And then there is 548 Fox Chase Road. That's the one that I was talking about. That's six ninety nine nine. That was um, that's got all the offers coming in. So that one was built in two thousand twelve. It's a four bed, three bath, two car garage. Beautiful, beautiful um, patio home. So you might be too late for that one, but just just in case you were curious, uh, this one is eighteen nineteen Wilshire Drive Northeast. And it's a four-bed, three-bath, two-car garage built in um, 1970 because it's up on Wilshire Drive, right? That's kind of the air. 2,596 square feet. And that one is 424.9. Been just completely renovated. Oh, nice. Doesn't look anything like the year built on the inside. (laughs) All right. And then I have... Back to Wabasha for one last listing. This one's at 729 9th Street East in Wabasha. It's a 1972 split, one owner home, three beds, three baths, two car garage, immaculate house, just about 2,800 square feet. It actually has an attached beauty shop because the current owner has a, a little beauty shop right at home. And it is 3399 so there you go. Prices all over the board, properties all over the south, southeast Minnesota. We can help you out no matter where you're hoping to live or how much you're hoping to spend. And if somebody wants to speak with you about that, especially as we were talking before, how to figure out, you know, what you can afford. Yeah. Or and like do it, maybe- do it so you can live comfortably in this new place. How do they get a hold of you? Please do it. Call me on my cell phone. That number is 507-259-4926. And just in case you're not super familiar with me, hope you are by now, or the Gwaltney Group, then check out our website and learn more about us. That's gwaltneygroup.com. G-W-A-L-T-N-E-Y-G-R-O-U-P.com. All one word, gwaltneygroup.com. Correct. Okay. Well, Robin, we'll do this again next week. You have a great week. Sounds great. You do the same. All right. That's Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results. And this is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.